You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Welcome back to The Crow Show, uh, where we do nothing but watch crow films and review them. Oh, I just watched a bunch of videos of crows on YouTube. Ah, damn it. You know what? That that sounds like a better podcast, actually. (laughs) They're pretty smart, I gotta tell you. All right, everyone, uh, turn your turn your attention to Crow Comp version two available on YouTube. Don't uh, watch version one; it's very no, it's, gimmicky. It's a disaster. Uh, <laughs> um, if I told you that there were four Crow movies, you'd probably call me a liar and then strike me. For... I think I did in the pod- in the mini episode. I think I was very confused as to how many there were. Um, but uh, most people don't. And know And we've this watched because... all of them, and I'm still confused. <laughs> Most people don't know this because they are deeply forgettable. Pogues and I had to spend a good ten minutes just now trying to remind each other what happens in the preceding Crow movie. <laughs> and guess what? We couldn't remember. No. Um, we were that, both shocked to find out Thomas Jane was in it. Yeah, and neither that one of us could remember him at all. Ended with Thomas Jane. <laughs> so uh, uh, it's it's difficult to keep these. And movies Ben's straight. a real Janiac. So if oh you yeah, know. I'm a real Jane head. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's a strange thing because, well, our original Crow film review is ancient at this point. We covered it, uh, gosh, like fourth, maybe? Of, uh, yeah, of it was all really total weird. episodes. So but I gotta tell are, you, one of my favorite, that episode's so good. An incredible episode because the original Crow is this weird, very genuine time capsule uh that 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 has not been repeated by any of its predecessors uh i'm not necessarily a crow fan myself but the the film had i don't know it had a charm to it and i think it especially exceeded in its the fact that it, it was um sort of brandon coming Lee's out of its last film brandon Lee Lee's film it had its own like unique uh vibe and aesthetic uh, a lot of movies can can, can vibe off of uh, and survive in, through history with just like a pretty cool vibe and and look to them, and yeah. like the co- the comics beloved, but like the sequels, unsurprisingly, have been uh, difficult uh, to stomach. In fact, um, that has led me to I'm going to share this real quick with Pogues in our Discord. Um, Nothing like oh, sharing a photo and an audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But. Uh, I just wanted to rank. I just wanted to rank uh, because I, I had some. Ugh. I had some complaints about the crow's makeup. Uh, although it's not makeup technically in this film, but the crow's um, face that we see, which is a very iconic, uh, and yeah. it's always it, it is tweaked in every movie a little bit. Yeah, to make um, it so it's not like for you know the exact same. This one was very confusing. Yeah, because we start with with Draven and Crow. Also, one. I gotta say real quick. Nothing personal to the actor who played the crow in this movie, but I, there's something about his face. I just every time they showed him, I was like, "Please quit showing." <laughs> I don't know what it was. He's it's like that scene in anchor uh, in uh, Step Brothers. It's like I don't know what it is about your face. I just want to punch it. I I, I something about it. And even in this, it's like all the rest of them have like a, a sort of look, and his look is like do like high school jock goes to a party as what he thinks the crow looked like. <laughs> you know what i mean he's like oh i'm trying to impress the new goth girl i'll go dressed as the crow i vaguely remember the poster but the crow look in the first one is is pretty striking um he, iconic. He does ha- i mean probably one he, of the most iconic i mean so iconic sting stole it for the ww or wcw yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, and it is like white Joker face paint, two straight lines over some dark circles on the eyes, and then slight uptick on a short curl off the lips, sort of clown esque, like in the in in the vicinity of clown, but but yeah, far I don't enough think away. In, in the movie, if I remember right, in the first Crow, it's it's like supposed to be based off, or it's supposed to make him try to look like the version of the. The two faces thing, you know, the laughing and crying face for yes. theater, and mm-hmm. I think, and so it's it's supposed to be reminiscent of that. Crow two, he's got like a real Joker smile. Crow going. two, it's, <laughs> it's a real so clowny <laughs> Joker. Like the lines, the lines bow out, uh, uh, and and the smile line is huge, like all the way up to his cheekbones almost. Um, it is strikingly clown like, and also. I feel like maybe it's the lighting, but they go real far back on the white. So it's just sort of black I think it lines. might just be the lighting in this one, but yeah, it's not great. And then this one is not paint. It's, I guess, supposed to be burned lines from the totally yes. inappropriate and, and, and oh. unconstitutional mask that they wear. They, 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 they basically put a gimp mask on that a guy violates. before they electrocute him. And just a heads up. Uh, you cannot leave people's eyes open when they're electrocuted because their eyes explode. It's really yeah. gross. You don't so, want people to see that. It's disgusting. It's a pretty weird choice that you you masked up so aggressively that it covers everything but the eyes. The eyes and the like mouth. This. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, sir, how do you want to handle this mask for future executions? Well, we want everyone to see the eyes explode, and we want to be able, the person to be able to scream as they yeah. die. So <laughs> we that's, want people to be able to see into the gaping ball of death. <laughs> the, those are the things that are mandatory. Everything else, cover it up, because my God. We, also, we if you could make his mouth sort of look like Kang the Conqueror, that would also be good. Like They're like, wait, what? God, they're like, yeah, just add a bunch so... of extra leather lines on it. It is so like if you want to really fuck up your Google results, just Google the crow salvation mask, and it is it is. Rough it it to looks look like at. the like it should be in the most fucked up BDSM shop you go into, like a seedy it's, one, not like a reputable one. It's the man in the iron mask, but it's made yes. of like made of like <laughs> but rough. it's made of human skin. Yeah, made of human skin. <laughs> Yeah, the face skin mask. The head of it is like a skull cap. Like the whole oh, thing. The whole thing is, is upsetting. And for some reason, it's really like grisly. So you can like open yeah. the front of it, like it's a knight's helmet. And they and they, and they like they have him brought out, and they have they open and close it, and have him talk to people, and then they they they, they brutally murder him. Um, and, and so and his and, his electrocution lasts oh, so long. Jesus it's supposed Christ. to be a quick form of execution. Is it, is it that scene from Green Green Mile where like someone didn't like? Wet yeah, they didn't wet it so the water Fuck doesn't go me. through his head to it kill him instantly. Grizzly. Um, and so it leaves not makeup but like sunken eyes and like like triple lines at this point. I think. Uh, yeah, there's like, like an extra line eye for some reason. I don't know if that or was, an extra scene, who was the one, third one. And the and the smile line is straight. I think it's supposed to represent the masks, like um, yeah, uh, bindings. But the, the problem with it is he kind of looks more like a zombie. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like the crow at all, and he doesn't like. All the other crows have like luscious, long, dark hair, and this dude basically has like high school quarterback in the nineties mm-hmm. hair, and it's not a good look for the crow. I've realized. <laughs> I've realized. Uh, very feathered hair really helps sell a crow. Yeah, like the crow at all times. If you just like look past the the vague scars he's given, would eventually be someone you'd be like, Darren, leave that kid alone. Like yeah. that's just like <laughs> that's the vibe that he gives off. 
<laughs> he does not. Yeah, he just seems like a, he seems like a guy you wouldn't want to leave your drink around. To me, yeah. it's just. It, it, it's it's a real hey chad we got varsity tennis in the morning kind yeah of vibe, you know what i mean he looks like yeah if you were to put a sweater like tied around his neck he could be the the heavy in any 80s uh like teen movie like where the yuppie that the yeah. outcasts don't get along with his dad is most certainly buying the mountain that is that is, oh, that is yeah, definitely yeah. what you could say about this guy but he's absentee. Any given moment. he's an absentee yeah. father but he he makes up for it with money oh for sure for sure uh, We've uh, already written more of a backstory for this fake character <laughs> than this movie did for any of the characters. Yeah, he looks like he could be in like every Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, yes, wait. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the lump of mashed potatoes they put into a sweater and they're like, here, girl. We've picked the most generic human being alive. Oh, fuck. Um, Have you ever wondered what white bread would taste like kissing? Well, you're about to find out. <laughs> We had an AI construct a person off of, uh, and all we fed it was golf videos. <laughs> and we told it skin color? Whitewash. <laughs> no, I said, I said golf videos, folks. It got, it, it, got, it got the message. Um, like when a guy's in front of a white wall, it just looks like a sweater's wearing itself. <laughs> and then the last photo of the, the fourth girl oh, looks boy. like it's a still from that Wednesday TV show on Netflix I haven't watched. The, the last photo, and this isn't meant to be like a dig at who I'm referencing, could just be like a kid from my high school who liked The Crow and like would come to the... Like, like I, would, looks, I would say it looks like a person who was unaware The Crow existed and made a really shitty version of it. <laughs> the last one is just like rushed Halloween costume because what they do with that one is that he has very pronounced um, uh, black lipstick lips, uh, very uh-huh. like very off-white paint, no lines around the mouth, and then like curved L-shaped lines. Yes, I don't understand don't really what those make are any for. Sense. Yeah, I, I I feel like they just drew the straight line. He's like, but I'll add my own. Well, remember in the movie, I think he puts it on with magic marker, like a sharpie. It's like he this does, is yeah. really. I I remember too much of these crow movies. I think <laughs> so. Unfortunately, I think the the rate the ranking of the crow movies in terms of crow mat the crow face quality is probably in chronological order. I would imagine. I don't know. I feel like this guy is is the last because he just doesn't look like the crow. Like his makeup doesn't make him look like the crow. He doesn't have like the it, yeah. crow hair. Maybe, he doesn't perhaps. even end up getting like a crow leather jacket. He gets a jacket that has like a fur lining. At one I'll point, you, he's in he's in janitor onesie. Yeah, yeah, he's in like a, a car mechanic, which is on track for the character we've written of him in high school. Right, exactly. He's definitely a mechanic at the end. He's he's right out of shop class. Going but, going to the bar every I'll night. I'll tell you why about that one time he scored four touchdowns in one game. I'll tell you why your 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 criticism of the face here is is on point for what it's like watching this movie, is that the crow's makeup. Whether you like the uh, whichever whichever one you like the most, all of them are ludicrous, right? It's it's a man in white face paint, like scowling with like black lipstick and wearing like a ridiculous strappy trench coat. Like they're all ludicrous. They're accentuated by the fact that in the original Crow, every scene's shot in dead of night, and he's like flipping into rooms full of gangsters and like you know delivering lines about Jesus and blowing everybody up. Um, th- that all. That all works together. When this Hallmark dude with a zombie face is just like flipping through files in like a police evidence locker, 
it, it it's like watching Batman do his taxes. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, I mean, it's not helped by. I'm sure this guy is good in other things. Although the only other thing that I remember that he's definitely in was Resident Evil, which is not good. Uh, is he's not a good actor, and for a character who's he's, not supposed he's to talk artist. very much, it's it's surprising how much you notice it. Um. Yeah. Also, I, I, the crow in this one. Did you know? Seem to have just like whatever power they needed in the moment. Like the other ones couldn't turn into crows, could they? I, I did actually have to go back did and they? almost I like did, were they revisit because I couldn't remember the crow basics because he is like I, I, when when he shot himself in the mouth and like instantly healed. I was like, that's not how it works, and I had to go yes. kind of like remind myself. And he while gets it's, hurt. It just heals. It's slower in the old ones, I think. Yes. I, in the I, original, yeah, he. I think he gets hurt, and it, it takes a little while for he has serious to be like, wounds. He has to retreat and kind of recuperate, which I think is better, because the idea that he's, he's gotten a weakness uh, is rough, because also in the other Crow films, it's presented that, like, the Crow is the source of his power, and if they get it, they can weaken him. I believe in City of Angels, the whole thing about they actually capture it and, like, try to Yeah, like, remember, like... Well, remember, I think in City of Angels and in whatever the fourth one's called, Wicked Prayer, I think, uh, isn't there just, like, a character who's like, excuse me, his power comes from the crow, and you're like, why the fuck would you know that? <laughs> like, this isn't, yeah. this isn't that common of an occurrence, is it? Someone always seems to get it, and then they pursue it. I did it appreciate and... this one in a way that the guy was like, oh, I've studied other cases like this. Once he completes his revenge, he'll disappear. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. They're not going to have it be like, oh, you got to shoot the crow. Because I was like, that, that gets tiresome really fast. But, like, this guy was like, well, we'll just make him think he got revenge on the person he wanted to get revenge on. And then he'll lose his powers. That was, and I was like, that's remotely clever. clever. Yeah, yeah, Horribly yeah, executed. But clever. <laughs> Terribly executed. But clever. I mean, most of this, I guess that's really how you could describe a lot of this movie. Clever idea. Horribly executed. Yeah, I mean... To its credit, it did attempt some differences. Like you mentioned um, that the crow is, is the, the character he's killed, not not by the villains, but because he's, uh, well, indirectly by the villains, because he's framed for the murder that takes place, that, that originates the character. Oh, yes. Guess... Yeah, there's some interesting stuff. But again, to the point of like, oh, the crows, that this guy is going to be accused of the murder he didn't commit, so he'll come back to like get the true guilty parties that's an interesting take on the crow being killed by the guilty parties so in this one he sort of has to figure out who they are but the problem is is um he does it instantly and all of the backstory about him being wrongfully accused is delivered by a newscaster who also isn't very good at acting and who like berates a girl who's shown up to see the execution of the man who murdered her sister and says it's been three years do you do you have anything else? To, or, like, something really weird. It's like, lady, leave this girl alone. And also, why do they make them get out in front of the prison? It has gates. Just drive the car through. <laughs> like, why'd they make them park outside and walk in? It was very weird, but it was, uh, yeah, it was just, I don't know. Um, Diving into the movie, though, I, I had some notes that I had. In the beginning, when he's in prison, do you recall that he's brought a cake? Uh, yes, as a joke. Which yeah. seems like a very elaborate joke for prison guards. Yeah, somebody they baked, went to a lot of work for somebody that. Somebody baked a joke like that doesn't seem. <laughs> or like they went and paid someone 
We're like, hey, put an arm on it that has these distinctive tattoos, and we're going to go show it to a guy on death row. It'll be hilarious. It's like, I don't know if prison guards have, like, that much contempt for the people they, like, on, on death row. Like, I think they're like, well, nor he's going like, to die. Mission accomplished. Nor does, nor does, like, an average baker. Sorry, they're just like, sorry, for, for the what now? <laughs> yeah. You want to do what with this? All I could think about was, you know, the, the flyer they hand out in Always Sunny in an attempt to get new people to hang out with them that is most certainly a bicep with too many veins. That's the, that's the vibe I got from the cake. Is a, a penis cake is, 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 is the gist here. Uh, <laughs> I did I could, not get a penis cake from it. I just got a very confusing turn of events cake. Um, and we, we, we kind of almost missed it in talking about the bizarre executioner's mask. But I did it oh yes, the, the, I also like that the guy who pulls the lever is dressed like he's in the Middle Ages and he's getting ready to like. Be, he has like the black hood on. I'm like, I don't think they've done that in like yeah. 800 years. I mean, he's wearing a cloak. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he looks like he came from a LARPing event and was like, "Sorry, guys, I'm late. I'm ready to kill this guy." Like, just give me a couple more minutes before and after this scene. Like, I wanted to see some guy come in and be like. Did you see the game? Yeah, it was pretty good. <clears throat> is this coffee? Is this, this is not decaf, right? No, it's good. Okay, cool. Right. Hey, um, did, I, I had a fresh hood laundered is it in my locker. All right, I'm going to go out there real quick. I got to go flip the switch on that uh, uh, guy who killed his girlfriend and somehow he's getting an electric chair for it, which, by the way, not a common, <laughs> not a common thing for, like, someone who, like, killed their significant other did they get the electric uh, yeah chair? i assume this movie had to take place in texas <laughs> yeah right. where they're like get him in that's, the chair that's the only way it makes sense and then he comes in and flips the switch and then he goes back out and was like hey uh can i talk to someone at payroll because I, I there was I, an issue with my last <laughs> i also love that too they like it's been three years it's like no one is executed that fast it takes like a decade to execute somebody it's like the slowest process ever just in case because they're like we don't want to find out we just killed somebody who was innocent. They're so quick to be like, get this guy on death row. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and also their evidence seemed to be one sort of sketchy dude and the fact that he had touched a knife. And that was it. He had no blood on him. There was no blood evidence in his car. It's like, your lawyer sucks, dude. <laughs> he should have easily been able to print, like, why would you hold on to the knife but clean the blood off of it? It was, I don't know, it was so dumb. And like I said, then you're like, oh, he'll have to figure out who the people were. Oh, there's a there's a list of people from the trial. He'll just go kill all of them. Cool. So it's like, they had interesting ideas, and they just went nowhere. Uh, and also, I, speaking of the prison scene, when he escapes, it starts what I would call, and none of these movies have good sound tracks, but this was probably the worst of any of them. This is aggressive. Like, violent. It, it, and it's like, for some reason, it's like movies now, you know, where they're like, everybody whisper, and then we're going to play sounds and music as loud as humanly possible, just so it's really unenjoyable to watch at home. But, like, it was so loud, and it's just like this heavy techno, and this guy goes, I'm a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then he just is like, yeah. And I was like, what is yeah. going on? Yeah, it is. There's like this And then era. a woman just starts singing the worst song in which her voice cracks really bad while she's singing it. She's like, ah. It's like, why? who released this? There is an era of 2000s movies, especially action movies, that feature like such aggressive soundtracks that override utterly everything. And I don't think it's that common in many other decades you know i don't think it's that common in like 80s or 90s movies a little bit maybe 
um, where they where they all they lean into one like sort of like catch song that's gonna like be sort of like the song of the movie, you know. Uh, uh, but like the, I, it's like Jet Li's the one. Uh, uh, a lot of a lot of, actually a lot of kung fu movies that came out in the two thousands were like this, where they just they just hammered new metal at you that and, and like and that sort of like uh like 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 industrial techno um with with shit with with interludes like that that were just so fucking off like confusing like it, it's the era of where like not only in trailers but movies had a full on tick tick boo you know and yeah just, it, it's, they couldn't get away from it and it, it's like every time something happens they play like a new shitty metal song and i'm just like oh my god there was this many of these recorded like it, yeah, it it's, is it's it very is, upsetting it is shocking um <laughs> so as the movie finally gives us uh, a proper crow. I just kept writing comments about his face because I feel like they softened the makeup effects later in the movie, but at the beginning, it's like supposed to be like burnt flesh, and it's like genuinely hard to look at. It is very zombie esque. In fact, people call him a zombie multiple times, which is a weird angle to go at with the crow. Um. <clears throat> also, I kept commenting. Goggins, <laughs> Goggins is here, and I was so disappointed ultimately with it, with his presence in the movie, which is little to nothing before he's pierced yes. by a beam and dies. <laughs> he dies real quick and like very like confusingly. It's just like and he's dead. It's like oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Did they ever establish what that guy was putting into his arm to make the scar? Was it just like pieces of metal? Uh, yeah, it's like a thing, um, scarification, it's like a thing like tattooing, and they'll actually do that, they put, like, it's, uh, like, medical grade metal, and they put it underneath your skin, and then when it heals, you have these permanent bumps. So is the implication... It's not super, like, one, he could never get on an airplane, two... Is the implication that he, the chief of police, is doing this? Like, yes, or whoever the, the, he was? he, the chief of police, is into something that's, like, extreme body modification... And keep in mind, the chief of police is played by, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Fred Ward. Yes, like, and if you don't know who he is, I'm not really sure how to even describe. Uh, he's a tremen, tre- trem, tremor, tremendous. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, he was, he was uh, the main character with Kevin Bacon in Tremors. Yeah, so, he, he, so he's like already like 55, and he's, it's just like, I don't really believe he, that this guy is doing this to himself yeah uh uh <laughs> he, he falls into like a, a weird genre of um of like of like characters who who appear in a film as a duo and succeed uh uh wildly uh, differently yeah wildly differently um uh with him and kevin bacon um this is also known as uh as as the as the uh, Bill and Ted effect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keanu see. Reeves. Keanu Reeves takes off. Can you name the other guy? Uh, yeah. So I don't really know why Fred Ward's career didn't take off. I thought he, I think he's fantastic. Every time I see him pop up in the random thing. And I guess he sure is doing, doing what he can in this one. <laughs> but he also, he also, despite being like previewed because the whole movie's anchored around finding the scar guy. Despite being previewed, he's not in the movie really until like late third act. 
No, and it's very confusing because they like they show what happens is as he's being electrocuted, since he can see out of the mask, somebody in like the stands lifts up his sleeve and shows he has the scar. And it's like, one, why would you do that? But two, wouldn't people see the chief of police rolling up his sleeve and show? Yeah, I mean, like it's so weird. And then the chief of police is definitely not in those scenes, so it's like you can't even guess who it's gonna be because of that. So I don't, and for some reason, like he has like a a weird like a culty secretary who's into like okay yeah that i want to which he has like a secret i mean he's in the police building like the the headquarters of the police and he has like had built in like a secret taxidermy room that's not how like municipal buildings you know what i mean this isn't his house like this is a government-owned building somebody definitely knows that's there i did also want to talk about that woman because like her presence is perhaps the most confusing thing. Yes, because she in, does in the third act, because she doesn't appear until again, like solidly in the last twenty minutes, and then she suddenly becomes like, like, like a secondary villain. Like she's in every scene. Like when she first appears in a scene, not in the like the secretary's like desk, and she's in like the morgue, like looking at the crow and trying to interpret the crow's like powers. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> What relevance? Yeah. And then, then, and then he kisses. She kisses the chief of police, and I'm like, okay, I guess you're with him. But like again, I, I haven't even gotten like a hint that you're someone in this plot. <laughs> and then you're suddenly here. You're suddenly like confronting the crow in the finale. Like, <laughs> just it's it's so bizarre. Like he, like yeah. And then like he showed up, and I was like, I really don't care. And it's also like you earlier threw a metal pole through a human being. Why are you having a hard time beating this old guy? Like, I, not, the press, not the personal to Fred Ward, but it's not like he's ripped. You know, there's, it's not there's, like he's, like, beating up Stallone or Schwarzenegger or something. It's like, he's just an ordinary guy. Yeah, there's kind of a missed plot here at the end, because, like we were talking at the beginning, the Crow movies, all all two of them up till now, and then again in the fourth one, hinge on a third act premise that people figure out the Crow power and find out a way around it. And th I think the implication here is that by faking the scar yes he thinks that he's which is also the, so this is what i said like a, yeah, an interesting I, idea to be like oh this guy knows that if so, he if he kills the guy with the scar he'll he'll disappear and i was like oh that's interesting so he's gonna set up the guy with the scar to die because i didn't think it was him i thought it was one of his henchmen and i was like oh that's a clever like twist and then this guy will show up to kill him but instead they just cut off this the, the, the the crow's friend who was a lawyer his arm stuff the metal in it and then just throw it in a room when it explodes which i don't know how they knew it was going to explode and the crow's just like well it's like isn't the crow's power magic wouldn't it know it's not that guy <laughs> like you know what i mean like why would he just assume like I, I feel like the crow definitely knows who he's supposed to kill the bird not the person so it just seemed odd that it was like nope no you did it good job yeah, I, 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 I could not dis decipher at the finale like how much of it is him powerless because they tricked him and then him getting his power back, you know, because they, you know, he re he realized like the, the deceit. I don't know. It was so confusing. And again, it really messes up that final fight scene because the reason they have to do this in all the Crow movies is because if you create an immortal being that just heals and has a variety of powers in terms of strength and 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 invincibility and 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 firearm like capability that they i don't think they had before because in all cases they're pretty nice quiet guys more or less 
Um, and now they're able to like wield semi-automatic weapons. Um, if you build this character, like, what's the, what's the, what's the edge to the the plot? What am I concerned about happening? Yeah, uh, <laughs> because he can't lose a loved one. That person has already died. Hence the crow, and he can't die. Hence the crow, and he can't be harmed or 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 beaten. So. What am I here for? <laughs> yeah, because, like, the ending is very weird. Like, they basically kidnap Kirsten Dunst's character, who they also, like, didn't seem, like, in, like, a weird way. Like, they had all of a sudden developed a romance between their two characters. Or was that just me? Did it seem like it was supposed to be, like, they were into each other now? And I was like, that seems really out of place. Like, they, they barely know each other. But it, she seemed it to be does like, seem that you're way, always yeah. connected to me. It's like, you're this girl's, like, little sister. Like, for all I know, you're, like, a minor. I, I feel it's, like, very upsetting. Just an odd, like, turn. I mean, Kirsten Dunst's whole... Her and her dad are, are very confusing characters. And the whole time I was like, it's definitely her dad just because it was, uh, what's his name? William Atherton? Yeah, uh, it's, the, it uh, sure the annoying reporter from Die Hard. So I'm just like, I just assume he has to be a bad guy. Um, I had a hard time watching the finale of this, I have to admit, on the, the podcast. I, <laughs> our, 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 it still remains difficult to find this movie, and the version I had uh, was unreliable. So I had to, like, piece together clips on youtube but as far as i can tell uh the finale involves him suddenly like re-crowing we'll call that is that, is that cool uh, I, I, yes yeah, that it looks like they shoot the crow and then the crow gets up and is like gotcha and flies away <laughs> he re-crows he flies away we like fast travel to the police station is that right <laughs> well he shows up at the police station I mean, to the jail, I mean. Uh, we fast oh, travel yes, to the yes, jail? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. He basically catches uh, the bad guy, Fred Ward. And then all of a sudden, him and that girl, which that was one of my notes I just wrote down was, this prison has the worst fucking security. <laughs> like, they get into the execution room and no one knows. Do you know how hard that would be? Like, it's yeah. just so dumb. And they do it just so they can electrocute him? And, and, and it seems it seemed deeply strange to me because, like I said, fast travel is a joke, but I, I kind of meant it. It's such it's such an instantaneous thing. It looks like a scene in a video game where like they th th he grabs the guy and then it cuts to like a crow flying over the screen as if we're we're loading the next scene. Oh and yeah. Then, and then we're in it. And I was like, "What? <laughs> What's just what are we doing?" <laughs> it was just really it was just really baffling uh to witness. Um and the finale is in again, like I cannot get over this chamber. I fucking love it. It's got the executioner guy. He's not there, but he's got the executioner hood guy that we saw earlier, you know, working from a tiny booth. And then it's like a tall four-story octagonal room with just the words like punishment, um, like etched yeah. in the stone. Punishment, on the wall. retribution. <laughs> um, I forget what the other one was. It's, it's like, like a, all absurd. I was like, why is this it's what like it's a, called? It's like an old, like an old world, like sacrificial chamber. <laughs> just like the municipal prisons like uh execution room. It, it reminded me of the, the of like the room from the first judge dread with stallone where they're like you know like all the judges are sitting there and it's kind of, i was like what it the is, fuck are it they? is it is absolutely a judge dread room it has real judge dread uh, feng shui oh to yeah it. yeah definitely like just the fact one of them just says like it was like justice peace law and order retribution i was like i don't know if those are synonymous terms <laughs> like i just I, I can only imagine being there for some reason 
like you're a legal aide and you're there with you're like the lawyer that you're working for and like what are we huh <laughs> what the fuck is this place is that guy in a hood <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if it was like you, you went to the execution and there was just some old timey like <laughs> I used to be the executioner in England. It's just so weird. Like he looks like he should be getting ready to hang uh, Robin Hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's um, also a scene that we we can't undervalue is uh, you know as as the crow is hunting down the various people involved with his girlfriend's death and unraveling. I guess you could call it a mystery about who to who to actually accuse as like the the leader and the and the and the and the the, 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 the true villain of this of this gang. Um towards the end, uh <laughs> you mentioned his lawyer friend who's killed and his arm is uses evidence um yes. uh, to tr- trick the crow. When they when when they finally <laughs> The chief of police shows up finally. He comes in and he's like, I'm sorry, Kirsten Dunst, your dad is killed himself he was responsible for his daughter's death and he was he was crooked and yada yada and he throws like a folder over to the private detective i guess he no no he's a lawyer sorry so the, to the lawyer his lawyer to the friend. defense attorney and and he opens the folder and like while he's still flipping the manila like edge he's like my god it's all here and i'm like what yeah. could you have seen <laughs> there's just like an image of him that says guilty <laughs> Like, I also, like, my favorite part of that scene is, she's like, how did he kill himself? He's like, he shot himself. She's like, you didn't find a gun. He was like, I, I didn't say I did. I said he shot himself. Which, yeah, like, you can a, tell by the lack of yeah. people's, like, bullet wounds. I've seen people who shot themselves. Uh, <laughs> there's a bullet wound. <laughs> it was very bizarre. Uh, yeah. But I just couldn't get over this lawyer being like, Mike, like, like completely flipping his entire understanding of a situation from like a glance at a document in a folder yeah. and then and then uh, the idea that he would even why fred ward would go through the effort of framing him to give the information to a lawyer to who he then shoots <laughs> yeah like like she's like he could have done it it's like you're the chief of police just to be like okay i'll take you know like oh my god somebody must have tampered with the body then like he could have said anything it was just so weird and i did love it he was like yep nope everything's here He's definitely guilty. But but what I'm saying is like, why fabricate evidence, or or at least you know um, alter evidence to, to to make it seem as if one person is guilty for a crime, and then give that evidence to a lawyer who would then presumably you know use that to to you know change the the, the outcome of the story, and then kill that person. <laughs> well, because uh, Kristen Dunst pulls a gun on him like a psychopath. And, like, I don't know what her plan was. Like, he was just going to confess and then they were going to sit there and wait for the police. Like, you know, I mean, like, what was her endgame when she drew the gun on him? But then I also love he shoots the guy and he's, like, laying on the ground and they cut to him. And he's, like, putting a chess piece on a piece of paper and then goes, uh, and, like, stops moving. And they're like, all right, he's dead. It's like, you guys didn't see him clearly move? Like, this is so dumb. And, like, thank God nobody accidentally kicked over that chess piece on that piece of paper when uh, they moved that guy's body. Because that's, like, the whole reason he's like, oh, the chief is the bad guy. All the time I thought it was somebody else, but it was the chief. I mean, I, again, I appreciate the Crow movie in trying to to, to, to create something something <laughs> unique with this story. but Yeah, it, it felt like somebody sat down and said, let's not do the usual. Because, like, like, not the usual, but, like, 
the first crow remember isn't like there's like a his sister the bad guy's sister is like a witch right yeah and, there's... and that's how she finds out they need to kill the crow in the second one the main villain has a girl who's also a witch and yeah she knows they have to there's kill always the like a like a like a counter like voodoo component to try and uh, and then in the fourth one remember weakness. the guy just knows as if it's like he saw the other crow movie <laughs> Like, his reaction is if, like, I saw this, you just shoot the crow. Uh, <laughs> I read the script for the first one. I know I know what's going on here. It felt like in this one, they were like, oh, let's do something clever for why he loses his crow powers. And it's like, they tried, but they just completely failed in the execution. Like, the fat, co- the fat cop who dies in the explosion, he should have really been the guy. And the whole point should have been that Fred Ward sent, you know, the crow dude, like, sent that guy to fight the crow, knowing the crow would just kill him. And then he would lose his powers, and he's like, I gotta kill the crow now before he figures out these guys weren't smart enough to have been running the operation that I'm actually in charge of. And that would have been, like, an interesting twist. But instead, they, like, the like the weird, like, cut off his arm and pretend like it was... It was just like, God, this is so convoluted and stupid. And, like, anybody with any slight knowledge would be able to tell the difference between somebody's arm who's been like expertly amputated with like a knife <laughs> versus half of an arm that's been in an explosion it's definitely a different look yeah yeah uh <laughs> i mean poof. I, I i have to admit like i just I, my notes petered off here because the movie the movie for the first half is just mimicking the crow but inserting lots of boring lit sequences of him like milling about police evidence rooms um and and, yeah pulling his face off and and brightly lit streets and the last half like for a moment tries to conceive some interesting uh uh like counter counter spell to the crow mythos and and can't really land it either and then it ends with like a fast travel sequence to 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 jail where they Fred Ward just yells a bunch of nonsense and they electrocute him. Like I don't. It's it was a difficult movie to get through, especially considering the technical hurdles to getting it done. I can understand yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, there this was movie's... definitely a lot of issues in watching this, which made the process all the more <laughs> infuriating. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't find it to be like terrible, but I certainly didn't find it to be like good it was definitely i don't know i don't even know if i want to say that it was a movie (laughs) i don't know what else because i mean it is like there was just the soundtrack was enough to make me be like i don't want to keep watching this movie (laughs) because it was so obnoxious um and i also loved that this they interview like in the first crow remember there's that scene where he uh kills the one guy and then he makes like the crow out of gasoline and lights it on fire Mm -hmm. so it's like a big crow this guy, after every murder, leaves like a macrame crow, a crow painted on the roof of a car in blood, a crow, crow made on a piece of glass. paper. Yeah, yeah, it's like this guy was just all about arts and crafts. Like, I was gonna this say, crow came this, back just hungry. For this crap is a looking. real arts and crafts crow. Yeah, and I, I, despite my complaint about lots of scenes of him in his ridiculous makeup, you know, doing doing mundane things, I would have not have complained about him in some lofty warehouse sitting in front of like uh in front of like a, a cry cut machine just like making making different be- bejeweled items that he's gonna bedazzled items that he's gonna he's gonna leave around his various crime scenes 
Yeah, it's it's like yeah, they just cut to him with like his tongue out, and he's like trying to cut a crow out of some <laughs> construction paper. Almost there. This one's gonna be great. I also or, or, or a, the, a cut of, a cut of him having to like go to Michael's to pick up yes. glitter for his yeah he's just standing there with the crow face like looking and being like is this is this glue good can I use I, this for scrapbooking I had a coupon that said two for one but I couldn't find the same brand twice so I have two different ones could, is that something that I could <laughs> uh, do you guys do you guys not sell uh, markers anymore Where all the while are? like lady from Ipanina is just like playing over yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> you're like God. I would have loved that if that he's been like a way woman who's girl. angrily talking about coupons. <laughs> I was in here last week and they were only two dollars. Now they're three. <sighs> yeah, he's just like humming to himself, <laughs> like picking up like a weird like lawn Hold- ornament that looks like a frog or something, Hold- and just holding being like like, huh. like 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 one of those sort of plastic like Halloween crows that left over from yes. like in a bin from Halloween. <laughs> And one of those boards that says welcome that you lean up against outside your front door. And a bunch of... Trying to spruce up the abandoned hole I live in. And a bunch of black fabric that he's clearly going to cut into various crow symbols. Just a, one of those little hand baskets full of black face paint. It's like, that's an awful lot of uh, stage makeup you have there. <laughs> I like, find murders very sweaty work. Look, if you want to... Like, all of these Crow movies are essentially identical with minor, minor, minor changes and severe, severe, like, decline in in uh, effects work. So if oh, you're going to make another Crow movie, you got to do something like the word describing here. Give me just yes. a day-to-day Crow. Give me... Yeah, give me a Crow, like, in line at Chipotle. <laughs> like, I'll take a carnitas burrito, uh, white rice. Can I get a little extra meat? What do you mean it's extra? <laughs> and then sitting down with like the New York Times crossword puzzle pulled up on his phone and being like, "This is brown rice. I don't know why. <laughs> why did I get this? I know I don't like it." And then the crow's just next to him, like picking meat out of it. And he's like, "I do this every time. You tell me, don't get the brown rice. You don't like brown rice, but I've read it's better for you. There's no nutrition in right right rice. Ooh, I bet you this is crone." And he like starts typing it in on his phone. So you can't have a crow in here. <laughs> Yeah, well, like some real like hipstery uh, pop rock plays over a speaker. <laughs> well, we gotta get our crow movie in the mix. I mean, as I described in the mini episode, um, uh, Crow uh, Day in the Life of. <laughs> uh, uh, they've they've almost given it to like D- rapper DMX uh, the license to make his own movie. So clearly, there isn't a, a really strong line of who can who can and can't make a crow movie they're going to remake the first crow and yeah that'll go fine that one to me is weird for multiple reasons one being you know the death of brandon lee it's like you know kind of an offensive thing because like it's not like he died and they're remaking it he died making the movie you know i mean so it's like why but also like why remake it the first one's plot isn't like that good you know i mean it's not like you were like oh we'll never top that you know what I mean? Like, just make up your own version. It just needs to be a guy who comes back from the dead and kills people. You really don't need a whole lot of story. Yeah, I mean, if you're, like, remaking the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, you can take a lot of the touchstones in there and, like, and like you know, change the characters and build new scenes out of the ingredients. But 
it's not really options here. You just, you gotta have him get shot. You gotta have him. Yeah. So I mean, like in a way, it's yeah. like why just remake it the first one? Because it's not like people were like, boy, that was that right. was a Citizen Kane of goth movies. <laughs> I also loved uh, my one of my favorite parts of this movie is like the really awkward flirting he had with the woman. Like when he has a flashback of how they were in love. And it's, like, the least sincere flirting I've ever seen two people do. Where it's, like, clear she was available for a day. And he was like, oh, we don't get along at all. And they're like, we don't care. Just film. Yeah, but the it, the fourth movie at least had lots and lots of, well, like, that I was going to say, this movie, I feel like the people who made Wicked Prayer were like, they didn't do enough backstory. And then they were like, what if 50% of this movie is backstory for these characters? Like, there's so much time before he becomes the crow in the, in the fourth one. Like, so much of, like, people not liking him, him collecting lizards, him doing the... It's like, jeez, man, there's a fine line. But I guess the... I mean, the first... Do you have anything else in your notes? I was trying to see if I had anything else written in here. No, no, uh, this this movie did not, as you could imagine from my my review such so, so far, did not strike me in a particular way. I also I have this doubt. I did love that when uh you know Kristen Dunst was like, I just don't. Even, I wish I wasn't alive because you know she just found out her father may have had something to do with the death of her sister, and he's like, here, let me show you how she died. It's like, bro, that's. <laughs> It's not a way to, like, that's not going to help a suicidal person. And he's like, she fought to the end because she wanted to live. It's like, you also could have just said that. You didn't need to show me the last moments of my sister's life yeah. as she's almost raped and then stabbed 53 times. The, the sentiment is powerful that, you know, oh, you're, you, you know, you're, you're a monologue suggesting that your sister fought for her life before, you know, she was murdered is probably efficient enough to be like yes here she is stabbed it off with here she is stabbed one time now two times no it is 54 so it's gonna be a while (laughs) you're we'll stop about 26 and let you go to the bathroom yeah i that was also amazing then i loved at the end where it seemed like they were a couple when he was leaving and then they cut to her at the end and she's like doing her voiceover about how like they're connectors it was very odd but she's at the cemetery, and all of a sudden she's gone goth. And I was like, "Oh, so is that what happens when you hang out with the crow? It just he has like a goth aura around him, and the longer you spend time with him, the more likely you are to become a goth at the end." Yeah, it's 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 just just like Kirsten Dunst to end a movie standing in a cemetery. Uh, yeah, just, she, just like in Spider Man One and Two, I think. It's 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 where she shines. <laughs> that slightly dumb look she can do, where it seems like she's. Hey Suffer now! Some sort of brain time, brain trauma. Let's not let's not uh, come down on Kirsten Dunst, who did this movie for some reason. Well, this was like right like a year before Spider Man. So yeah. Could you imagine like you went into audition for Spider Man? You were like, "Well, I was in a comic book movie. It was called Crow Salvation." Oh, the Crow? No, sorry, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Crow City of Angels. Ah, uh, uh, well, worse. Yeah, somehow not better. <laughs> Well, which that brings me to this question. Let's rate The Crows now that we've watched all four of them and I, not the TV show. I, I mean, I honestly think it's sequential. Like, it's not, I know it's not fun, but it's definitely sequential for me. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I think that maybe I think they just get worse as they go. I think they just Despite this, get this movie's VHS box claiming the best of The Crow sequels. Keep in mind, there was only one other one at the time. The, 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 the movies go like this. The Crow captured... A, 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 a good actor with an enigmatic character 
in in a, a tr- in a real life tragedy. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But which but... which I think like I wonder if the crow would have been as big a sensation had that not had because I mean nothing personal to that movie. It, it's not that great. Like I enjoyed it, right? But, but, but it's not like I said. It's not a movie where you're like, holy shit. The, the first crow. movie carries through like. Uh, a good actor, an enigmatic character, and then like a, a very powerful aesthetic that people like clung to. Yes. The, the second movie loses that star power. Um, it it looks like and, a Chrome movie. It starts movie. the downward slide of the loosest use of the word star power. <laughs> and the character is still like a shadow attempt at the original Crow. Yes, he's very similar into like what like the, the third what movie has completely lost the the plot with the crow concept and the aesthetics pretty much gone. And then the last one, I mean, the last one has uh, Dennis Hopper like <laughs> doing like what like nineties SNL thought Ebonics was yeah. when that used to be a thing. The last one loses every single fragment of the original crow and is just devolves into. Like a, a, a high like a high school looking kid walking around in like hurried makeup while Dennis Hopper utters quite literally the line, I now pronounce you the devil and his shorty. So I, yeah. I mean I also after a lengthy amount of racism towards Native Americans. Yeah, yeah. Piece after piece is lost from the crow concept until there's nothing left. And and I remember that my favorite part is in the fourth one when the crow shows up and they're at like that like old people's party and nobody reacts to these weirdos walking in. But like as soon as he shows up, they're like, quick, shoot the crow. And I was like, wait, nobody earned this information. <laughs> like at least the other ones, there was a witch. How does this guy know? They were just so quick to get into the beats of a crow movie. So I guess, would you recommend anybody watch this? Uh, no. If if they could even find it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My my recommendation is watch it if you can. I challenge you to watch it. (laughs) And then if you can, don't. 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 I think I would say uh, instead of watching this one, I mean, if you're like a huge crow completionist, knock yourself out. It's not the worst crow movie. and, And who isn't? Yeah, everybody on the check this baby off your crow list. But I would actually suggest instead, since this movie is like near impossible to find, go back and listen to our crow, our first crow episode because it is one of my favorite episodes. The guest has some really amazing stories about when he was a teenager and really into the crow. It's a supremely funny episode, so go back and just listen to that. It'll be a better use of like an hour and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, in case you didn't listen to the mini episode, because only one person does, uh, we, because of the mix-up last week, Ben thought we had already done the podcast for the Crow. Don't revisit my mistakes. <laughs> I need to revisit it to the larger public. Uh, so we recorded this episode. Next week, instead of a mini episode, we're going to go ahead and have our review on Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, which is available on Disney Plus, so check that out and uh, come back next week for that. Until then, you know, fire it up! Fire it up! <laughs> <laughs>